a new semester, a new year, and a new decade, right? People set goals for the new year. People are excited about 2020. I know it's been a few weeks. We're still relatively new in the year. In this phase of setting goals, in your reflection on last year and you're setting a vision for your life moving forward, some of you are about to finish high school, some of you just started high school, I want to encourage you to do a number of things. Firstly, before we talk about types of goals, I want you to know that every single one of you should have unique goals. Expect that your goals will be different than the person sitting next to you, left and right. Because every single one of you is different. You got different personalities, different interests, different strengths, different weaknesses, different upbringing, different background, different passions, different goals. It's natural. So don't compare your goals to anybody else's, right? They're yours, that's fine. And I hope every single one of you will think and be serious about their academic goals. But again, the specific, the details, they'll be different. So what are the types of goals? Because I'm not here to tell you what your goals should be. but trying to help you, maybe guide you along or try to encourage you to think more about this. Physical goals, spiritual goals, and mental goals. This is one, one way to think about it. Three categories of goals in which you should have to be a complete and balanced person. What kind of mental goals are there? There are, there are a number of potential mental goals. If your goal is to do better in school, that could be mental, it could be academic. Although a number, for a number of you, and I think I'll put myself in this category, my, the biggest issues I had in high school weren't academic. But for some of you, they are. But I also want to encourage you when you set goals, right? naturally, and it's easy to look at numbers, to look at your grades. But the human being is, is made up of a lot more than just, you're a lot more than the sum total of just your grades across the semesters, across grade books, yeah? If you're really interested in learning for the sake of learning, I know that sounds cheesy, but I encourage you to do so. To look at learning beyond the classroom, to look at learning across your life, not just in this phase as a high school kid or even as a college kid. Yeah, Being a student is not just those few years that you're in school. You're a student for life and learning is a lot more than just what you're taught in class and lectured on. With that in mind, there's at least two types of knowledge, two big categories of knowledge, and I encourage you to look more into this. Revealed knowledge and acquired knowledge. I might have spoken about this in a previous clip here. They're both from Allah. They're both beneficial or can be beneficial. But one of them is dependent on the human process, the human endeavor, right? It's a human process of going out and exploring the universe, of reading journals and studies and doing the data, doing the experiments, right? So we think of science, we think of math, right? That's acquired knowledge. You acquire it. generation after generation, you go out, you do the research, you do the studies, and you pass that along. And that's great. And Islamically, we're encouraged to do so. But there's also revealed knowledge. There's knowledge that's directly from Allah. And notice that if you're studying the universe, whether that's physics or astronomy or chemistry or zoology or anatomy or botany or whatever it is, right? That's all from Allah, even if it's indirect. Even if your textbook was written by somebody, right? Their study of the universe, Allah created the universe. But then there's revealed knowledge which is directly from Allah, right? That's aqidah, fiqh, sirah, hadith. You might have heard these terms, fiqh. These are different studies of different subjects that were developed by humans over the centuries, but it comes back to God's word and the Prophet's word, right? It's important to think about what you can learn outside the classroom. To be a more well-rounded person, to understand your purpose in life, which you might not ever learn in the classroom, right? Obviously a lot more to be said, but Physical goals. I think I've said this here before. But I, I had realized this around high school and I thought more about this and realized that, and I could be mistaken, in our society, you, we kind of, and it starts in high school, I believe, you're put into one of the two categories, either you're an athlete or you're not, right? Fair enough. I know Bel Air competes in probably all sorts of sports and every day down the halls you see people that are clearly athletes. You can tell right away sometimes physically, depending on the sport. But for the vast majority of people, they will never be athletes, even at the high school level, level let alone as a professional athlete. But I encourage you to consider that your physical health is important regardless of whether you're going to compete and make money or have a career in any type of sport. 
your physical health and your physical goals, which is what we're talking about, should matter to you, even if others don't look at you as an athlete, if that makes sense, right? Even if you're not going to compete, if you're, even if you're not going on stage, even if you don't have an 8-pack or a 10-pack or a 12-pack. I'm, I'm kidding, I know, but even if you're not, you know, at that level, even if you're not competing, you should still consider what you eat and how you sleep and when you sleep, right? And you exercise, you should exercise daily as often as you can and take it serious. And I know that this is something you normally hear at a chuppah. I've talked to some of the top scholars in the world and they encourage me to bring this up in chuppahs. And so that's maybe something people can consider that we don't necessarily normally tie that to our religion, but know that our bodies are from Allah, right? So just as we care about our mental health and of course our spiritual health, we should also care about our physical health. It's a responsibility from Allah that gives us our body to take care of it. And the more you put into it, the better you can get out of it. So if you want to be productive, and if you want to focus on your academic and mental goals, know that you cannot separate the mind and the body and the soul. So if it's the mental, physical, and the spiritual, right? And the spiritual includes a whole list of things, right? We can say life is a spiritual journey. It's one of those things you might find on, on Instagram or something. It's a, it's a nice sounding quote or something like it. But essentially it starts off with that spiritual journey, which is endless. And it's a journey in the sense that you don't begin, you don't really end, right? You never die or no one can reach a point in their life where they feel that they're done spiritually. I guess physically, mentally as well. But the beginning of it, the start of it, right? If you're starting to think about setting spiritual goals, or what does that mean, spirituality? It's a buzzword. It starts with knowing your purpose in life. And Allah says, so that's the good news, as Muslims, you don't necessarily spend your whole life searching for your purpose, rather applying your purpose and how best to you know, fit it into your life, maybe. But the basic answer, answer to what our purpose in life is, which causes people around the world, depression, anxiety, decades spent searching, traveling, which is respectable in a sense. But the lucky, the lucky thing for us, if you were born and raised Muslim, or if you have recognized that Islam is your way, if you've converted and so on, you recognize that the answer, the basic answer to what our purpose in life is, has already been given to us by, by Allah. He created the entire universe and created us and tells us this is your purpose. Big bet. Alhamdulillah. That makes life easy. You don't have to worry about that. And the purpose is to worship Allah. Right? And worshiping Allah isn't just your prayer and your fasting and your Ramadan, your, your hajj and your umrah and your dhikr and your dua. It's all those things. That's one slice of the pie. That's your personal rituals, your personal ibadat. Right? Your personal worship with Allah, but it also comes into play with every relationship that you have. So worshiping Allah is also related to, or is actually dependent on, how you deal with your parents, friends, teachers, classmates, neighbors, bosses, co-workers, the list goes on. So really it's every moment of your life. And with the right intentions, every, every moment of your life can be worshipped, which is kind of our goal, because God says, I did not create you except to worship me. Right, so you striving to have this relationship with God. That's the beginning of spirituality. And then of course there are levels. We'll end with the